So that's what I've always done. I always convert my pain to my prosperity. Every business I've started is about a personal problem I had that I felt that other people are the same and I turned it into a business. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where you find dope people that did dope stuff. And today's no different. But we have Donnie Wiggins here too. So we at least want to find out how her day is going because if we don't ask her, Lord knows. How you doing, Donnie? I'm doing well, Shans. I've had an amazing uh, day and an am- amazing week. And uh, we'll keep it short. Amazing. Is that it? Let me think about this. So I could go on. (laughs) No, but I've had an incredible uh, last seven days. An incredible last seven days. Really, really busy, really productive. Um, I'm in that process now of training my closest team members. So that can be a little bit um, challenging sometimes when you're super busy and you have to stop and take time to actually train. Uh, But it's also exciting because your team is growing. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. How was um, your week? It was absolutely amazing. Uh, just laser focus. My weeks are getting monotonous in the sense of I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again because I have a play to run. Mm-hmm. I have a focus. I have a, like, I, there's a specific, there's some activity that needs to happen over and over and over again for a long period of time. And I'll reach my goal. So I'm not doing anything fancy. I'm not searching for anything. I'm just doing what I need to do. And before we bring it back to our featured guest, Abraham, I think it's important. Ui. <laughs> Ui, right? Ui, Abraham. Either one Ui. is fine. Ui. Ui. See, she got Ui. it right. I I think it's important because obviously everybody who's watching on YouTube will notice that we've got a little bit of a different setup. Yeah. And um, so we're listening to the comments. Well, nobody ever said anything, but I was, so this week I was watching um, some of the podcasts just as we do. And I saw the guests look at Donnie. And then I asked a question and they got to look at me. And then while they're looking at me, Donnie's like over there just over there. And I was Mm -hmm. like, man, y'all got my sister on the island. Ain't nobody talking to her. And then they'll come back to you and then they'll come back to me. And then she's just over there. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that to my sister. We're going to set up a different setup for all my podcasters. No more putting guests in the middle because now it's just a linear conversation. For the record, you guys, I was not about this middle seat action. Okay? Ooh, that's what you gotta say now. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Who was that? Was that Trey Songs? What song was that? Ooh. What, what song That's was definitely that? a Trey Songs ad lib. <laughs> they don't know. They're not even sure. They, they, they definitely a Trey Songs ad lib. Yeah. Me saying it like that, yeah. it's like people really gonna remember your name. They're yeah. gonna remember. Yeah. You're gonna be in the streets. How was your week? It was amazing. And I'm just so excited to be here. It's gonna mm-hmm. be awesome today. No, 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 no. What was so amazing about your week? Uh, just walking on Vanza and just trying to grow our team and help and serve people, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, I just love doing that, you mm-hmm. know? I'm trying to do something really, really, really cool. So 
Okay. Yeah, so I stay busy, but I love the things I do. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, so we're going to jump straight into it, man. So you have a all-in-one membership course, funnel, email, affiliate platform. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. For, uh, so first mm-hmm. off, um, why did that's you decide a, to do this? That's a very good question. So... I've been a coach. My first online course was in 2010. So I've been around for a while. So as a coach and also a course creator, so I found myself in the frustration of using so many different tools. Mm -hmm. So I need one for email, one for marketing, one for SMS, one for courses, one for website. Then try to use Zapier to try to tie it together Mm -hmm. and team. It's just frustrating. So one day I was like, why is there not one good and simple platform that will help me to run my entire online business in one place instead of being all over the place, you know? And I researched, there were kind of few out there that were doing certain things, but there was not any true, complete, all-in-one platform that gave me all the tools I need to run my businesses online. And so it was out of that frustration, you know, that led me to um, found Bonza.com to be a true, complete, all-in-one platform to run your business online. Mm. And interestingly, I started working on this in 2018. And at the time, a lot of people were saying, why don't you just focus on one thing? Why try to do so many things? But I'm like, for an entrepreneur, my one thing is to run my business online. Mm -hmm. My one thing is not using 20 different tools to run my business. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not simple. So why is there not a one thing? That was in 2018, you know. And looking at the way technology have evolved as well, you know, we have a man in the moon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we have self-driving cars and still there's not a one simple and powerful all-in-one platform, something was wrong. That did not make sense to me. Mm. So, and I've always been that person that, you know, every business I've started came from my personal problems. So I've always turned my problems into prosperity, my problems into business, you know. So that was a problem I had. And I started talking with some other entrepreneurs and coaches and course creators. And I found out that many people have the same problem. But part of the problem, part of the concern they had was that can one platform really do it well? You know, but then we've seen, you know, Kajabi, Katra, Groovefunnels, and the other Katra, ones. Katra does a lot, right? I'm not familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, Katra, Katra is like Kajabi as well. It's a kind of only one platform in that space, Groovefunnels, you know. But the truth is that none of them do it like Vonza. Mm. How long have you been doing it? Uh, since 2018. 2018. How much money do you think you've invested in? <sighs> platform? Uh, at least $1 million mm. of my personal so about money. about a million putting into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I put $1 million because... Did you get a huh? No. You know when you're black, it's hard to get a loan yeah. <laughs> for business. Yeah. And where are you from? Where are you from? Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. We be charting in Nigeria too, so they're going to love this. They're going to yeah. love this one. Yeah. yeah, all the Nigerians, Africans, you know, you guys, you know, say Ooh. hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, Donnie is single too, so I want one of my Nigerian yes. prince. Oh my God. So one of my Nigerian prince, you gotta be a millionaire because she got high tech. She got a Rolex prince, right now. Though. I want one of my Nigerian princes to. I am about the Nigerian hello. prince life, for sure. For sure. You, you, you seem real princesses. I yeah. can absolutely get Nigerian prince, to, yeah. to, you know? Because the can, prince and then the wife, and eventually when the father passes the prince, 
gets to be king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the wife is a queen. And yeah. then Nigerian royalty, they're able to wear low-cut dresses still. So you don't have to be so, yeah. you know, unsexy. So I'm all about the Nigerian princess palace life. Let's yeah. get it. Oh, wow. Do you know queen. some kings and queens? Of course. I'm from Nigeria. I you know royalty? Them. Of course. Shall we visit Nigeria? Of course. <laughs> Tell me about that culture, though. Like, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, Nigeria is a very interesting place, you know. Yeah. If you are from the royal part of it, you know, wealth, mm-hmm. oil, you know, you got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but if you're not, you're poor, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no medium place. You know, it's either you're rich or you're poor. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of the poverty part on TV, on social media. There's no, you're doing all right? No, there's no, <laughs> see so, now, so. <laughs> there's no uh, SSI, there's no social security, there's no mm. stimulus checks, there's no uh, unemployment, mm-hmm. there is no social service whatsoever. So if you're, you're broke, on your own, if you're broke, you're really, really poor. Wow. But if you're wealthy, you're really, really wealthy. So you, I mean, you could get a job working for somebody and they pay you. Equivalent to a six-figure yeah, job. Yeah, but, but, but it's hard, you know? The government does not really support entrepreneurship like in America. Okay. Like in America, one of the ways to be rich is to start a business, yeah. right? You can start with zero. You can get a loan. You can get credit cards, you know? You can't get a credit card over there, you so know? credit cards? There's no credit? No, but I mean, if you're wealthy, you might get one from your bank, maybe like kind of a secured card, something like that. But you can't just fix your credit and say, oh, I'm going to get a No, card. there's no credit system. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's no credit, credit system. Credit is based off of how much money you have. How much money you have in the bank or you have a good job or you got some collateral. That's, yeah, please excuse it. my ignorance, but I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And I do missions trip every year, so maybe you guys should come with me. On yeah, one when's the next and, one? Uh, probably sometime this year. I got to say you know? something really, really quickly, completely sidebar. I now understand how the guests feel. I am like this and this, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then back over here. I don't want to leave David out over here. You're not going to leave me out. It's okay. Oh, I'm like, my goodness. Yeah. So in Nigeria, were you rich or poor? I was very, very poor. Okay. Yeah. When I was about six years old, my parents separated and divorced. So I was raised by my grandma. Mm. And one of my biggest pain today, kind of get a little emotional, was that she didn't live long enough to see me succeed, oh. to take care of her, you know? So my grandma raised every one of us in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I ate chicken maybe twice a year, Christmas and Easter. Is that know? because? Because you... We couldn't afford a chicken, right? That's like so, a, that's a, that's a, yeah, reward, yeah, right? yeah, like a, like a boiled egg, right? I never, I, I don't ever recall eating a full boiled egg except when I was sick. What? Because an egg, you have to split into four or five places, a yolk and of egg shared. and share. Yeah, so that was how bad it was, you know. So when I came to America, so, I'm sorry. What, so what did you eat? What was a normal diet? It, uh, there's a food with fufu, eba. You fufu know, is... fufu, fufu is like uh, yam, like mashed potato, but mm-hmm. a little bit harder with soup. And uh, it was really luck. There was a lot of poverty growing up. I walked miles to school and stuff like that. That's why I get car crazy today uh, because, you know, I walk miles to school. Out of all of that. So, uh, <clears throat> yes, can give me a little bit emotional nah, today. Take it, your time. Man. Yeah. So, sure. um, so when I came to America, when I started eating chicken, and mm-hmm. people, I go to Popeye's or KFC, and I eat the chicken, I eat the bones in the chicken. They'll be like, you can't, you should leave some bones. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, wow. I mean, you know, chicken was like, was like you know something what's so really crazy? special. That's why a lot of Africans, they eat bones. 
Jesus. I mean, if you ever I've ate with an that. African wow. that grew up in Africa, it's hard for us to leave the bones, except, except if you're born with wealth. Yeah. But for most of us, you know, we have to eat the bones. You know what's crazy is that the images that they show us primarily, and I think as time goes on, we get to see more and more images of what it looks like in Africa, especially like Ghana, Nigeria, yeah. places like that. But you would imagine that there's just, based on what we see on TV, there's just chickens running around all over the place. You just right. go outside and catch one and bring yeah. it in for dinner. And obviously knowing what I know now growing up, obviously I'm grown. I know that that's not the truth, but yeah. that's not the truth. Like you don't just run outside and grab your- <laughs> No, you got to buy the chicken, right? You got to buy, you have to be able to buy the chicken so you can cook it, Right. So just imagine a place where I'm not, and some Nigerians are going to kind of get on me on these. They're going to be like, oh, you're trying to tell everybody how bad it was. No, there's good and the bad. Just like, just like, just like, Nigeria. yeah, the beautiful parts in Nigeria, you know. But I'm, I really have a passion to really help people back there because I know how bad it was for me and how bad it is for people right there. You know, like in America, there's, there's poverty here. But many times, you know, you don't really see that much because of the social programs, stimulus check. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Unemployment, SSI, food stamp. Can you imagine if there's no food stamp in America? The level mm. of hunger and poverty that people have here. So just imagine in a country where there's nothing whatsoever. Wow. No jobs, no money, no electricity. Like, you know what I'm saying? No electricity, bad roads, poverty, yeah. crime. Yeah. So... Yo, you're you're now painting a picture. We joke a lot, not joke, but you see people come to America and they build these super successful businesses, yeah. right? Because the opportunity isn't over there. You can't just go have an idea and start a business. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? You can't just go like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna go to the store buy um, buy you know a hundred pack of candy and sell the candy for more than you know what I mean. Like you just don't do that there. 
right? You you could do that, but you can't like I started off my business with nothing. <clears throat> I came with a hundred dollars, right? But I was okay, able how'd to how'd you get here? How'd you get here? I came here because <clears throat> excuse me. So one of my way to get out of poverty was to through education. That's what my grandma told me. So I was studying to be a medical doctor. Right. So I came here to come to medical school, but I dropped out of medical school to pursue entrepreneurship. So I was able to start my business with a credit card. Right. So you came to America to go to school. To go to school. Yeah. And while you were here, you felt, did you, were you like dreaming of America? Like, yo, I heard you can get a credit card over there. No, just give me the money. (laughs) I really don't know much about credit card, but I just thought that coming was going to give me a better life. You know, I was able to be a medical doctor and also escape poverty. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my biggest dream. Gotcha. So you but, get over here, hundred dollars. Yeah. You're in and school a, and a suitcase, suitcase of clothes. Yeah. And a suitcase of clothes. And I, I'm guessing the school lets you do like Ruben board or whatever, right? They just yeah. You. I was still with my dad for a while. Your dad was here. Yeah, my dad is here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was your dad doing? Uh, he works for Terminix. Terminix, yeah. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Okay, so you stay with your dad. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. It's chicken everywhere. You can go to <laughs> for a dollar and get a chicken sandwich. Just yeah. like amazing. It was incredible, man. I was like, wow. And I had so much weight because when I came out, I was so skinny. So when I saw food in America, I'm like, man, they got food here. I just like eating so much, man. You like, go to the mall. They yeah. give it away. They give you samples of oh, yeah. chicken. Oh, and his buddy's like, yo, they're giving the chicken away. They are giving the chicken on a stick. I know. How convenient. I used to feel bad when I go to like KFC. That was my very first place I went to eat. I used to feel so bad to eat like chicken and leave. Just kind of eat a little bit and leave. Just a little bit and leave it. I'm like, come on, you're wasting food. Wow. You know? wow. I wish I could ship some of this back to Africa. You know? Are you still that way? I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. I used to feel, I, I, I struggled for a long time seeing like a fridge full. You know, I struggled Just for one. a long time. Okay, thanks. You know, so I struggled for a long time seeing like a fridge, like full of stuff. I, I, I was feeling guilty. Mm, that was you know what's going on at home. Yeah. I felt guilty. I felt gotcha. really bad. I felt guilty. I felt like, man, I, I'm not supposed to be having all this to myself. So I had to fight all of that mental. Well, we are so at a dis. We're at a disadvantage in America. And I know Nigerians won't wouldn't agree, but the fact that it is in abundance. There's no reason to like grind or work. Mm. I can go to the mall and get free <clears> chicken. <throat> yeah. like, I, I mean, it's not. It's not as, um, we don't have that fight. We can yes. scrape up a dollar from some, dollar. we can go to a fountain outside of a public place, grab a dollar and 10 yeah. cents and go to the nearest McDonald's or Wendy's yeah. and get some chicken nuggets. In yeah. college, my, my thought wasn't, how do I make enough money to eat today? My thing was, how do I make enough money to smoke? <laughs> how can I get like a little dime bag or something like that? And I'm calling people. That, that was the grind. Yeah. Uh, Food was covered. Food was covered. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, so mm. you're in this new land. Yeah. Right? $100. Yeah. What do we do? Do we get a job while we're in school? Or Yeah, I, I did. I walked. Uh, my first job was at Lowe's Theater. It was like at $6.15 an hour. Lowe's Theater? Lowe's Theater. I don't know if he's in Georgia, but he's in Texas. What is it? Uh, it's a theater, movie theater. Movie theater. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that was my first job. And... Uh, it was, oh my God. This was 2002. This was 202, 22. Okay. Oh my God. It was so bad. I'm just making all my confessions out here. It was so bad that, you know, I was so hungry 
that uh oh. you know that after like you moving the popcorn <laughs> <laughs> I, did, yeah. I, I did I love that for were you while. in the theater going in there picking up the you know, popcorn you know some people don't eat their food they just buy the food nachos and cheese and stuff and uh, you're like this I is good food I sell myself a little bit uh, uh you know before my money started picking up so so anybody that came to that theater and you, you didn't eat your food thank you so much wow oh, yeah. yeah it was that bad wow. I'm talking about like, like cleaning up. You're like, yo, it's a half eaten hot dog. I need yeah. butts. Same, but don't even touch it. Really? Mm. Yeah. Wow. So let me, I, I got to ask. So are you single? I'm married. You're married. Mm-hmm. Are you married to an American? Yeah. Nigerian American, but she was born. Okay. When you were dating before mm-hmm. you got married and you're out at dinner or yeah. somewhere with food and you would see her or whoever leave yeah. food on their plate. Was that like a turnoff for you? I felt like they were wasting food. <laughs> I really felt so. And and things was, even when I, even when we're dating, I, my first first car was a Joe Metro. I bought it for $600. And I had to, I had to do a payment plan because I was making $6.15. <laughs> and that car was so anointed, right? Because I had to, the car would overheat every few minutes. So I have to always have gallons of water and gallons of oil. Because every time it could overheat and I got to let it cool down and put some water and also put, you know, oil on it. Because it would leak oil every single day. Wow. On my very first date, the car overheated and I was late. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy, you know. And even um, on our wedding, we couldn't, I couldn't afford the wedding, nothing in the wedding. So on your very first date with your wife, yeah. your car overheated, overheated. And you're out here with this gallon of water and this gallon of oil. Yeah. Now you drive. Oh, while you're while she's in the car. No, no, no. I met her at you know where we went to. Eat. Oh God. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So she didn't way. see this. No, she didn't see that. Ooh, no. Did she ever experience it? Did you ever have to ride together and and do that? Yeah, about two times. So now she overly appreciates the Bentley, the Rolls Royce, and that's why I spoil her today. The Mercedes. Mm. Because because when I saw her and I knew that she was my wife, right? Oh, I so told sweet. her that uh, she should stick with me. I was going to retire her before she was 30. I was going to take her around the world. I was going to be a millionaire. I was going to make sure she had a great life. Even though at the time, my the highest I was making at just was probably $8 an hour. Mm-hmm. And I had a car that would overheat, but she said yes. Our wedding, we could not even afford it. The only thing I could afford was our wedding dress. I bought it on eBay for $50. And I used $25 to dry clean it. Then I also bought the suit for $100 at KNG. That's the only thing we could afford on our wedding. So our moms came up and, you know, food the bill to the wedding. Wow. But she still said yes. And when you got married, you must have had some good game, man. Like, you must have just <laughs> some been good so wild, some good. Something. Now see where you're going. Good <laughs> show. Good show. So when you were getting married, where were you, were you making eight dollars an hour at like at yeah. the time you got married? Yeah, eight dollars okay. and maybe some change an gotcha. hour. And what was she doing? She was working a job. She had she just finished a uh, just bachelor's a degree. Yeah, yeah, it was probably twelve, thirteen dollars. Cool. Hour. And how long ago was that? What, what year is that? Two thousand and four. 2004. Mm. So yeah. it didn't take you long after you got here to find you one and get married. Yeah. Come on, please. Okay, so um, when did this, when did the first big break happen? The first, yeah, probably about 
seven years ago. So we're in 2021. Yeah. That's 2013, 2014? Yeah. When I say first big break, like doing the first $100,000 a year. Okay. In 2014. Was it always with Vonza? No. Okay. Yeah. So I had a, I had a uh, Christian university, higher place Christian university. So that was part of my first big 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. Then my second one was tax business. I own tax offices. And from there, I just started reinvesting my money into car rentals, restaurants, courses. You own a restaurant right now? I don't anymore. Not anymore. I gotcha. used to. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get through that journey because I, I, you had a, a t-shirt printing company, right? T-shirt printing. Because we went to lunch. Now yeah. I'm trying to think. Did I finish all my food? Did he feel like I was being like, <laughs> I think did it I took finish a, all my food? I, no, I think you took some. I took it to go. Okay. <laughs> always going to take this it This guy, go. yes. I'm appreciative of what God has given me. Okay. So before the $100,000 a year... Yeah. Like there's there's some time in there, right? Yeah. So how did you get to having a Christian university? Yeah, so I've always operated by a model. When I have a problem, right, I always think if other people have the same problems and see if I can solve it for them. So we, we're trying to go up. So my wife finished with her bachelor's. Then she went to one of these schools to get a master's degree. And it set, set us back about $54,000 in student loan debt. And she couldn't find a job, you know? So one day I was just sitting down. I was like, man, imagine just this student loan that will never be forgiven. And now she can't find a job and stuff like that. And so what year is this? That was 20, 2009. Were you having this conversation with yourself? With myself, yeah. 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 And I, I was having that conversation with myself, you know? So I feel like this is a problem. There are some people, I'm a Christian, you know? that want a Christian-based education, such as my wife, they need that education and that degree to their name, but they don't want to go spend four years in a traditional school. And also, too, they want something more affordable that is not going to put them in student loan debt of Mm $54,000. And so that was really how the school started. So it started researching how to get uh, theological-based accreditation and classes. So you go get the the certification to be... Accreditation. Yeah, we are... We're not regionally accredited, but we have a theological based accreditation. So that means we can. Oh, but you go to is it like do you go to college for that or is it? No, just, no, no. You apply for it. Yeah, you have to apply mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, is this a course that you take? No, it's just like uh, uh, there are different type of accreditation bodies in the con- in America. Mm-hmm. So most schools that are famous, you know, big schools, they have regional accreditation. Right. So you go into school for that. No, you don't have you to, have to go to school. You just apply? Yeah, you just apply. And you say, okay, uh, I want to be accredited to teach people. Yeah, to offer degrees and stuff. And then based on the type of degrees you want to offer, mm. right? So if you want to offer like, uh, let's say medicine, biology, stuff like that, you have to go for regional accreditation. It's a long process. But that's yes. not what I went for. I went for the theological-based one. So, like, what I want to offer, like, you know, Bible studies, uh, um, theology, stuff like that, you know. You have to take a test for that? Like, no, you don't have to. So, it's just you studying the Bible and you're saying, yo, I'm going to get this, uh, mm-hmm. this, this, well, I, I don't know how to say the word, accreditation or accreditation. whatever. Accreditation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get, I'm going to apply for this accreditation mm-hmm. to be able to give people a degree. Degree, In yes. a particular area. Exactly. But you weren't the instructor. I was one of them. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's what I'm getting yeah. at. Like, Whoa, okay. so there's no requirement, there's no prerequisite to be yeah. able to go out and officiate someone? No, you have to. Like, you have to have doctors and professors, right? 
but you can but I could teach any course that is not Do you have a doctorate at this point? I have at this point. No, at that point I was I did not. But I went later on. Right? That's crazy. So, yeah, this sounds because, really pull up. But, but if you see, <laughs> come, come qualify. No, right, right, right. no, but if you see, that's one of the best things about America. And you see, a lot of things that people don't know, right? People don't, don't understand that you can start a university. You don't need a degree to start a sure. university. And you can teach courses. But of course, every school has its own qualification. Some schools, they require you to have a master's degree. Some schools require you to have a PhD program, a PhD mm. to your name. But uh, some schools with a bachelor's degree, you can teach certain courses. So you don't need to have a PhD to teach in, in a university. People don't know that. Mm. And anybody can start a university, but it all depends on what program you're offering that will determine how much it's going to cost you to do that. If you want to uh, start a school to trained doctors or lawyers. You're going to have millions and millions of dollars. But you can start with a technical school, theology school. So there are different ways to gotcha. go Gotcha. Okay, all right. I'm, 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 it's, it's coming together in my mind. You get accredited to be able to um, get <clears throat> people their degree. Yeah. Simply because you have a bachelor's, you qualify. To, no, no, no. You didn't even have... The, okay, okay. <laughs> this, is dope. this is crazy. Sounds right, like no so, study was so, involved. Okay, so, yes. <laughs> no. So, I can, I can literally... Let me just let, let me just ask you. So, I'm not a videographer or okay. a photographer. Mm-hmm. But I can go get the accreditation to start my own university. Yeah. In this university, I teach videography. Yeah. And if someone's willing to pay me, then I can collect that money. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. But you see... And you just happen but, to do it in... But you see, yeah. You know, but you see, there's a big opportunity there, though, because <clears throat> online education is so big. It's over $315 billion right now here. And there's not a lot of black um, founders in the online education field. Because people feel like you need so much. It sounds so big. But when you know the game, you know the game. So I figured out the game on how to do it. So anybody right now can start their own university if you follow the process to do that. You don't need a degree. You don't need this and that. But it all depends also, too, on what kind of programs you want to offer. That's mm-hmm. lit. That so determines you, the type of accreditation that you get. Gotcha. And you went into theology. Because that was the easiest one to do. Easiest one. So you yeah. look oh. <laughs> low key at the moment. I mean, <laughs> not using the word false prophet, but you could be. Why right? you say that? Because if somebody didn't really say they're teaching some other doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody's willing to pay for that, you can start a university, whether it's good or not. How do they regulate that? So that's where the accreditation comes. So in America, right, accreditation system is not controlled by the government. It's a peer-based system. Mm. So it's more of an accountability <laughs> system. That's wow. what people don't know. You know, so it's an accountability system. So once you're accredited, so you are only accredited to offer certain programs. So mm-hmm. that means they've seen your curriculum, your classes, everything that you're offering. And so, okay, this is good enough. The standard is, is good enough to be able to educate certain students. You know? I think David is missing the piece of, I get it, you can put a curriculum together. So I can go and get accredited tomorrow for theology school. And I give a nice looking curriculum, but there's, Nothing that says I've actually studied that material and I'm qualified to teach it. I would think it's kind of like opening a hair salon. So you have, as an owner, I can just open the hair salon, but I can't do hair. Mm. I have to have licensed stylists. So is there no, like, profession? No, Mm. just like any school, right? Like even Harvard, right? Harvard could have, not every um, teacher or instructor in Harvard have a PhD. Right, right. 
You know, some may have a master's, some may even have a bachelor's degree. Some may, some may just be, anybody can teach in Harvard, though. You know that? Anybody can teach in Harvard. Uh, was it, what was I listening to recently that taught in Harvard? Anybody mm-hmm. can teach in Harvard. You can teach in Harvard to teach videography or podcast in Harvard. You don't need to have special degrees. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're right, because I saw some of our influencer friends who actually taught a business course mm-hmm. at yeah. Harvard. And even took like a 90-day business course or something, something short term. Wow. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And I, like and you're I, so good at what you do in your podcast. It's just about somebody just recommending you or somebody seeing it, seeing you, and you can teach a course in Harvard. You don't need to have right. a degree to and teach. What it. cleared it up is you said like it's the peer-to-peer accountability. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, obviously no one's gonna come to your school. Yeah. But you uh, you started it. So how was it? How was the the, the business? Did it? It was really great, man. Because we were offering solution to people that are not normally don't want to go do four years in traditional schools, and they want a theological based degree to their name. And so that was really my first <clears throat> break, my first hundred k. And then I was able to invest it into some other businesses to now doing Vonza today. Mm-hmm. Congrats, congrats. How was the marketing? For the school, yeah, yeah, it was really awesome. You marked it. How'd you how'd you do it? How'd you market it? Uh, social media, word of mouth, uh, church, and everything. So, were most of your students also Nigerian, or were you also attracting like Americans? Mostly Americans. Mostly Americans. Mostly, like ninety percent today. Bro. Wow! That's, and what state yeah. were you in doing this? Uh, Texas and yeah, in Georgia as well. Wow! Let's start a school, Dottie. Let's do it. Yeah, it's very we don't even need nothing. <clears throat> we need no, We got everything. We got everything. <laughs> we got everything we need. We can. So I have a university, six figure edu. You do have a university, mm-hmm. but it's not. Is it but it's, it's it's not accredited. So you have but, me over but here again, like wheel spinning again. Though maybe this I didn't is, even know that was. But a your peer to peer game is crazy. People <laughs> like you get results. Yeah, so. but again, do accreditation in America now in Af- in Nigeria, right? What I what I did here in America, I couldn't do it over there. Mm-hmm. Because some other countries, the government controls the accreditation system. But in America, the government does not. But what it does is that it recognizes the seven regional accreditation bodies, which are private individuals. Like, we can just come together and say, okay, we want to create a university for videography. And, and we're going to get some other people to accredit it. Accredit it. You, we can form an accreditation body. Because accreditation in America is quality standard. Mm-hmm. Somebody or some group organization vouching for your for the quality of your program. That's really what it is. Mm. Mm. That's like, it's just now click. Yo, can we get them some chairs, Joe? Um, the uh, it's just now clicking that America mm. is the land of opportunity. Exactly. Mm. It's all that making is, sense now. That is what I'm trying to say. It's a land of opportunities. And if you just kind of find out certain things, you'll be amazed. You know? I'm also, though, really concerned that we place so much emphasis on college level and university level schools being accredited mm-hmm. and paying even more money for that when it's not even... Why? I would much rather take yeah. six for you. Yeah. Right. Much rather. And, and that was the opportunity for our school, yeah. Right. Because we had a lot of people that, you know, they got their bachelor's, for example, the $40,000 in debt, can't find no job. They will come out smarter. 
And now they see a different type of school that was online, that good quality program that was relevant to what they want to learn about. Mm. So that was the opportunity Mm. for us. And that's why the school have done millions of dollars today because of that opportunity, right? So We've done M's? Yeah, because part of our selling point is this, right? And if you want a theological-based <laughs> education, right, why are you going to go spend four years in a school when you graduate, you don't remember 90% of what you were taught? More than 90%. Right? You don't remember because they teach you things that are not relevant to what you care about, right? But when you come to our school and that's what you care about, is streamlined, is self-paced, you know, and good quality program, and there's more affordable you know, pay right. as you go. Mm-hmm. So Get the entrepreneurial thing mm-hmm. going in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what I've always done. I always combine my pain to my prosperity. Every business I've started is about a personal problem I had that I felt that other people are the same and I turn it into a business. So I want you to pause right there because that is a whole nugget. And you even opened with this, like in the beginning of the interview when you talked about how you identified that there weren't systems that did everything and it was a problem. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. So you guys who are looking for something to start, you have no clue on how to start it. Like what problems are you having right now? What problem to those who are listening and those who are watching, watching, what problem do you have right now going through your journey? Think about it. Like, is it a resource issue? Is it a systems issue? Yeah. What issue are you having that is like getting on your nerves? Can you solve that problem? Wow. Yo, this is this is super dope. And so you have success with 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 the uh, the university. You still yeah. have the university. I right? still do. So yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And you started a whole bunch of other stuff, right? A lot. Um, <laughs> a lot because maybe it, too much. Right? Because <laughs> you see all this um, opportunity. opportunity. Pain equals opportunity. Mm. When I saw a pain, I see an opportunity to serve people and to make money. That's a gift and a curse, though. Because the gift is I see the opportunity and I'll go at it. The curse is you understanding, yo, we eat chicken twice a year. <laughs> I'm going to get every opportunity. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37 
thousand companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Which ultimately... I'm getting everything. Yeah, like you spread yourself thin. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So that's why when I started Vonza, I said like selling down, selling businesses and shutting down businesses, right? I used to even have a dealership. Yes, you hear that? Say it again. When dealership. you started Vonza, you started shutting businesses I, yeah, down. Yeah, because the law... <coughs> this is the right season now. that that's, he's in right now. You're talking, you talking real... The law of focus, right? So at several, several, I had to kill many businesses that were doing well. I was doing at least a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars a year from car rental. I was doing another fifty, seventy thousand from my car dealership. I shut it down. I shut my t-shirt business down. I shut down things that were not really exciting anymore. Or this, this one thing that helped me too was to not sacrifice my long-term gain. For my, my, for my short-term, my long-term play for my short-term gain. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So Don't my, sacrifice the long-term play for the short-term gain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the little $100,000, $200,000 a year was cool, but I want to be a billionaire. So the, way, the fastest way to do it was going to be through my software company. So anything that was not going to contribute or take time away from that, I just started killing them and investing that money into Vonza to help it to grow. Yeah, that's been the topic of conversation between me and Donnie for like mm-hmm. the last three weeks. And we just kind of go back and forth with focus, identifying yeah. the target and any any opportunity that exists outside of what we're running towards mm-hmm. yeah. is no longer an opportunity. It's a it's distraction. Very distra- Yo, Do you know what kind of hustle and mindset you have to have to come here with $100? Yeah. Chicken is a treat. And now you're running a multi-million dollar yeah. software company. Like where 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 did that grind, that grit come from? Pain and hunger. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Pain and hunger. And also like, did to, you read a book? Was there- oh, yeah. I think uh I think I'm a good learner. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh this year I've invested a lot of money on coaching, you know, but I've always been a good learner. I observe. And I try to learn and I try to see what I can learn from certain people, right? So it just dawned on me that, and also too, because I never, I didn't have a lot of money starting out. So if you don't have financial equity, you got to have sweat equity. Mm. So I overworked myself. See, I became an over, uh, what's it called? A workaholic. Gotcha. You know, I'm a recovering workaholic now. (laughs) Trying to take at least one day off a week. It's still hard for me. Yeah. But I just had to work and try to, because I still have family back home in Africa. I still have over 100 people I feed every month in Africa. I have a wife. You feed over 100 people? Yeah, every month in Africa. I have an orphanage home back there. I have family I take care of. I have a mom. Then also to have a wife that I told to marry me when I had nothing that was going to make her life great and how to make sure she's comfortable. So those things help to push my passion 
to develop myself, to be better, to produce, you know. And somewhere along the line, you know, I don't know, God just kind of made me weird. I do things that are kind of unusual, you know, for maybe a black man or for a Nigerian, you know. Starting university at 28 years old. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Starting Vonza, first black-owned SaaS company, you know, two years ago. SaaS. Software as a service. Software as a service, yep. You know, that's crazy. There's something else. And first off, I knew that already, but I knew the audience. (laughs) I did. How does the audience typically read that? I'm willing to sacrifice myself for people to think that I'm ignorant so that the (laughs) audience gets... The, the 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 message, okay. and I don't sound like a know it all. So, but, but how... honestly though, I like when you do that though because it really Thank helps you. people to 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 Thank understand. I it want you to answer the, the question. The guest. Mm-hmm. To so answer. I want you to answer the question. Oh yeah, software as a service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, proceed. Yeah, so software as a service, you know, and now one of the things I'm doing now because of another pain I had. You know, was it was just so hard to raise money for Vanza. Mm-hmm. You're black horned, you're African, mm. you know, they they don't t- typically give us money to run it. You know, oh, so I had to I gotta stop you reinvest there. all my money back into it. Being Nigerian, you mm-hmm. just said it was it was tough to get invested uh, into. Did you have to deal with the stigma of Nigerians are scammers? <laughs> yeah. I yo, said, first I said, of all, I gotta say, because Donnie, yo, y'all not gonna believe. So Donnie asked, like, yo, she asked that, like, before he came, like, when he came. And I think, well, maybe, maybe she said it, or I said it. But I was like, oh, why would you know? Because, you know, especially in Atlanta, right? The Nigerians. They get a section, a bottle, and they... Have you can this, find yeah. them in the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a section with bottles of random... Were you yeah. ever iced IG out? Bottles. No, you bottles, no. Maybe you can send me some of them because I might take some investors instead of putting that money in the Scammers club. Got bread. I know, I know. Got bread. Did yeah. you have to deal with that, though? Like, people just stereotyping you as a scammer Very, or a con artist. Yeah. all the time. Really? I also do with the accent as well. Mm-hmm. So you won't trust it. People, yeah, your, your accent make people try to feel like you're not smart, you're not qualified to do certain things. Mm. So there's a lot of I suffer from double racism. Black and black. I'm an accent. Ooh. Black and Nigerian. Black Nigerian accent. You know, double racism. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah, there are certain times, certain conversations, certain opportunities. I just put my wife Alicia have an American accent. You know, <laughs> you just make life easier. You know. So it's just part of the game, but I just try to not let any of those things stop me mm-hmm. because somehow God just wired me where I'm, I think, too big, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just try to, you know, let people just, you know, underrate me all they want to and just prove myself over time, you know? Mm, I want I definitely want to get into the journey of becoming a, um, a, what's it called? In the space of tech. What's it called? Tech. Tech I know, don't try to play me, Daddy. Techie? No, not techie, but becoming a techpreneur. Maybe, yeah. So, okay, we'll, we'll roll with that. Yeah, what's yeah. going? <laughs> um, because it's hard and it's tough. You said you put in a million cash of your own bread. Yeah, in two years. Yeah, over two years, um, which means you really, really believe. Yeah. In your product, but so what was the process? I have an idea. Yeah. 
what do I do next? So also too, I, I code a little bit, but I'm not a very good coder. So I went to these online marketplaces where you can find developers, engineers and stuff. Uh, the first group of people, they, they scam me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, my first engineers, they really? were from India. Yeah, they scammed me over 100K. Oh, and, oh. how did they yeah. scam you? How? Yeah, you know, they found Upwork. You know, it's yeah. a popular place, marketplace where you found these people. So uh, they were supposed to do the prototype. So after six months, what they did was crap. So when I asked for them to make it better, they just disappeared from the face of the earth. And I was already over $100,000 in. So did you was, know on the app or off the app? Of Upwork? It was, it was off. That was ah. part of the mistake too. Because... Part of what they told me was that, you know, Upwork charges like 20%. Mm-hmm. So they said, well, you're trying to be, build something really big. It's going to be very, very costly, right? But if we work with you outside of the app, right, we're going to give you a better deal and you can help us save that 20%. And that was that was an error on my part. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Upwork has like the insurance kind of in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And you pay after they've completed they've done the, the job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you go to Upwork, you get scammed. Yeah, so I took a cup by a month or two after I grieved losing that money. Mm-hmm. So I would not give up because I believe so much that entrepreneurs deserve to have simplicity in their business. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of using so many tools, they should have one tool to do the to run their business, you know. So what I did was I went back to Upwork and I got smarter. And I was able to kind of find better engineers that I need. So that Stayed was on the app, thing. you? Huh? You kept that one on the app, didn't you? Yeah, I kept it on yeah, the app, you know. Hey, we got to deal with the 20%, fam. Yeah, but now they work for me now. But oh, at least for a year, I kept them there to kind of build that relationship. Then all my engineering team, they all work for me now. So that was how I did. I just built a team of engineers. and like, this is what I want to do. I want to build a billion-dollar software company, right? Mm. I want to build a company that will change the world, that will make a difference. And so I want... Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. I want you to come on the journey with me. And they've been with me now for close to two years now. Wow. Amazing. All right. So um, how's it going? Like how many? It's going pretty good. So in we officially... A year and two months old now. So we have about 10,000 users mm-hmm. on Vonzer. Amazing. Yeah. Not all paying. We have about 1,000 paying customers, but 10,000 accounts on Vonzer, which is yeah. really good. And uh, we're just trying to grow and trying to get the word out there mm-hmm. and um, publicity. You know what's so crazy? Because you booked you book me to speak at an event. Yeah. I don't know who you all were. And um, I saw the, you know, the name Vonzer and... Um, 
I didn't even know like it was a play to promote the software because nobody ever told me about the software. And I think that could have been even more impactful because as a speaker, I could have been able to tailor my message to, okay, this is a play for, you know, us to get more users on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate you booking me though. So that was cool. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't even know where that came from. But go ahead. Yeah, so maybe I was saying that because to let them know that I'm available for book. How did I do that? How was it? Money well spent. Yes, that was good. That was it was good. powerful. Okay, so <laughs> info at David never sleeps. Just DM me. Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. that was good. Yeah, so I uh, started um, building it, you know, and but part of the challenge we have in sort of speak is that the concept of Vanza is so is so modern. It's so it's like a revolution. Now you're trying to tell us, trying to train people on how to do their business better. Because the old way of doing business online is to use multiple different tools and use Zapier and a team and try to tie it all together, right? All the famous uh, business coaches and speakers. We say, use this and use that and use it and use it. Then somebody just having business, they just get confused and overwhelmed, like too many things to use, you know? So the new way now we're trying to tell people is that there's a better way to run your business online. There's a simpler way to run your business online. And it's not the old way of all these different tools in, one, in several places. It's to have your entire online business in one single dashboard. Mm-hmm. And this software is good enough, simple enough, and powerful enough to run your entire business. Like, for example, your website. Mm-hmm. You want to sell courses. Uh uh, e-commerce, physical product, digital product, e-books, funnels and stuff. And it's not just overwhelming just on the platform. It's so simply designed whereby if you need certain tools, it's right there for you. Mm. And three things it really does for the entrepreneur. One is, of course, simplicity. But some people see like complications, you know, but simplicity. But two, it's cheaper. Why? Because it's cheaper to pay for one, two than to pay for 10 different tools. Mm-hmm. Right and three, no tech into broken integrations, which you deal with when you do do with plugins and all this other different techie stuff, you know. But just have one simple platform to run your business online. Mm-hmm. So it's a really very new way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though there have been some others in the space that have been kind of doing something similar, but they're not really bold enough to really show this new way like Vonza is trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still trying to talk about all these broken integrations type of situations, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, so imagine somebody, you want to, you know, you're trying to do a program. Oh, how many email subscribers we have over there? Somebody got to log into that password. Oh, what's the password for the funnels? Oh, what's the password for the Shopify? Uh, you don't have to do that to anymore. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> multiple platforms, multiple passwords, all you need is just Vonza mm-hmm. to help you run your business in one simple and powerful place. So this is suitable for both service-based businesses and product-based businesses. Yes. So it's like Kajabi meets Shopify. Exactly. But but with Shopify, you can have you can have like let's say your 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 shopping cart on there. Yeah, you can have physical product. But we think Kajabi might try to um, copy Vonza soon. Because as of right now, you cannot run a physical store on Kajabi. Right. But you can run a physical store on Vonza. Dang, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have told the, told the people that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kept that one under the Donnie, I almost threw my phone at my computer on to, to Donnie the other day. She was recommending Kajabi. Donnie, come on! 
haven't you heard about Bonzo? It's a new way to do business online. Come it. on, you know. And you're black. And so. black. Exactly. And black. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and we have to rep the culture as well. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, and let me tell you something cool too. Let me not forget this. You know, and this is the very first place I'm saying it. This is something else we're doing now. We're starting a bank sometime soon. Mm. Vanza is or just your I'm still kind of trying to figure out which way to do it, you know, but some kind of bank. Because Shopify, you know, they are blowing up right now. But what people don't know is that the their big revenue is not from what people pay for the stores. Shopify controls the, the financials, the merchant processor. Mm-hmm. So that Shopify is pretty much a bank. But people don't know that. That's where their money coming from. Mm-hmm. But also to because of the pain I suffered from, people don't want it to give me loan for my business. So, and also very good profit business as well. So that's the next thing I'm doing right now. I'm work, putting things together to have a online bank, digital mm-hmm. bank, but mostly in the area of lending to give entrepreneurs opportunity to have funds to run their business that I never had. I never thought about Shopify as a bank before. I think that's powerful. Oh. Just last night, um, I got a That's where they make most of their money. Home. People don't well, know that. Yeah, I was thinking, but I, I knew, but not considered them a bank, right? Yeah, Just yeah. last night, I got a notification from Stripe telling me that I had been pre-approved for a loan. Just come in here and get the money. I'm like, hmm, I didn't. Let's get the money. Let's go grab something to eat, man. Did you get it? Dumb starving. Did you? Okay. Did you? Let's. Okay. Just go on Stripe. Definitely and see what they not got. paying like their 19% interest to right. take the loan. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's probably the opportunity I see as well, mm-hmm. right? Because Stripe is 19%. Some other ones are 25%. I've seen 30%. Yeah. You know, so, but this is part of the thing. And this is one of the things I hope that the viewers get out of this, right? There are a lot of ways to... America is a country of opportunities. Mm. There are a lot of ways to make money. You just got to see it and know what those ways are. Mm -hmm. They also reached out to me too. Stripe, right? Because we use Stripe as well. So when I saw that they give you a 100K loan, Mm -hmm. they're getting like $20,000 in 12 months. I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, Mm. I want to have a bank too. So, you know, I want to loan money too because there's a lot of... Financial opportunity there to have in a bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you, you know? have you uh, played the bank before? Do you loan money now? Like, do you are you invested in any other businesses uh, or entrepreneurs? Yeah, I'm an angel investors in some businesses. Mm-hmm. You, can you tell me about it? Some, uh, some are in Africa, but some are more like tech businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, but like small level. Gotcha. You know, how but, much you put in? Just give me. Uh, you don't have to tell me the company, but how much you put? Twenty five, fifty. So 50,000, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, what equity did you get from the company? One and a half, 30%. 30%. Mm-hmm. Okay, One, not bad. Yeah. Or were they starting out or they had revenue already? They're doing well. They're doing well. But as an angel investor, I, re- I only make my money back when it sells or when it gets uh, more funding at a higher valuation. So that's Whoa, the play. Hold on, right? hold on. You get your money back when they sell or when they... When they get raise more money at a higher valuation. So let's, you get a payout for that. That's when I get a payout. And it could be five to seven year play. Oh. Yeah, so that's the agent, uh, angel investor route. But the route I'm going now is to be a bank <laughs> mm-hmm. where I loan you money with interest. And start collecting repayment exactly. immediately. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately, yeah. Okay. You guys should become investors in this. I want to be a, yeah. oh, is in the bank? Yeah, in the bank. Let's start a bank, yeah. Okay. 
Somebody send my purse over there. It's a Louis Vuitton clutch. Javon. How much is it gonna cost? How much can I get for the clutch itself? See, when see that's what I got. That's what I got on. This is how to do it, right? It's like it's an elephant, right? It's a bite at a time. When I when I was gonna start a university, I was told I needed five million dollars, but I did not. I started with like about hundred k. Car dealership. Everything I've done is just about knowing the first steps and the right steps. There's the expensive way to do things, and there's the cheap way to do things, so to mm-hmm. speak. So I always just know how to start small and just grow from there. Yo, ooh-y. starting a bank is. We can start a bank with a hundred, with even twenty thousand dollars. Imagine you loan a thousand dollars to somebody for. You know, a lot of people looking for loan. Yeah. That have jobs. They just need a thousand dollars to pay their bill, right? And then you are able to do a twenty percent, and they pay back in three months. So in three months, your thousand dollars loan just made two hundred dollars profit, and you didn't even do a thing. Yeah. So like, can you be an angel and an investor in me investing in our bank? <laughs> just give me a little something. Just a little you something. got some money. You guys got some money. You I know? mean, bank investment money though, Mike. Yeah, but you see, it's just, your but, you see, but you see, just like in accreditation, right? Is it's it's not that hard to start a bank. But and there's for example, have you ever gotten a credit card from like Macy's or any of the store, right? Way back in the day. Okay. Do you know that if you get a Macy's credit card, the credit card is not issued by Macy's. It's issued by, by Bank, Bank of by, uh, American Express. Mm-hmm. So credit card companies will literally issue a credit card for your bank, but it's powered by them. Mm-hmm. So there are different games around this thing. You're going to start a bank, man. Now, yeah, look, let's start a bank. Ui is dropping so many gems. <laughs> so like, many gems. I know that the conversation feels really high level because yeah. we're talking about universities, we're talking about banks, but you're saying a lot. The first, the first major gem was you turn pain into profit, right? Yeah. The second one is you don't have to try to digest the whole elephant. Just take a bite, right? Take you said bite. start start small. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing what you said, mm-hmm. making it, you know, me. But what you said was start small. It doesn't have to be an elephant. Start small. It doesn't have to be an elephant. And I'm saying that again for people who are listening because so many of us are trying to focus on starting businesses where we are going from A to Z. Yeah. When really all we got to do is be focused on A to B. Exactly. Just just start small. Start making money in that small space. Take that money and go to A to D. Yeah. Start making money in, in that space yeah. until you get the elephant. That's a fact. Very, very true because the business you start with is not always the one you end with. Facts. I didn't start doing Vonza 10 years ago. I started with uh, little things, taxes, this and that and the other until doing what I really want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So that's something for somebody out there that you just need to start smart, figure out a way to start with the least, what they call MVP, you know, the minimum viable of product, the minimum viable you need to do, right? Gotcha. You know, so, you know, so that's what it takes, you know, like even with the bank, for example, the first part is probably like lending, you know? So I don't want to kind of go too much about it, but it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody, man, you can start a bank, you can start a college, you can start a 
software company, you know? Yeah, that's And, and in our culture, right? Because this, this is one of my passion, though. One of my passion is this. When, I, when you look at the, how many black billionaires are in the world? Very few. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's, I don't know if they're up to 10 black billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. But how many billionaires in other cultures? And how are they making their money? Technology, software, stocks, right? But in our, in our community, right, we always feel like to be a millionaire, you have to be a, a baller, basketball, football, and stuff like that, you know. We need more African-Americans in technology and software. Uh, I think like three, three days ago, Stripe just got valued. At, they are now the most valuable startup in America at $95 billion. Mm. Started by two 18, I think they were 17 and 18 Irish, Irish guys at the time, right? So when are black people going to start happening? Banks, that's where the money is. Mm. Banks, pawn shops, uh, you know, pawn shops where the money is. Yeah, mm. your role is right there. Somebody's gonna come pawn it for like a thousand dollars. I'm never pawning this. No, no, no. But I'm oh, somebody you, will come in. We'll come and say, okay, I need money. I need to pay my rent or whatever. Uh, can you can I get a thousand dollars? They put that Rolex down and they never come back for it. And that might be a twenty thousand dollar Rolex, and you only gave a thousand dollars out for it, and I'm making twenty thousand dollars. But but how many black owned pawn shops is out there in the market, right? So I we need to think start, about that. That's so that's we need to start thinking bigger in our community, right? Not just this small money type stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to start thinking bigger. Got a bigger place out there. Yo, I never thought... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About how important a pawn shop is. And Ooh. I feel like we can make a cool We can pawn start shop. some. We, we can start, start one. Like cool I mean, we can start shop. really small. We can take that corner over there and just, you know, come and talk to us. Let us see what you have. We'll loan right. you. I'm very serious. Meet me here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll meet you here. We'll, we'll do the deal. Come back. You got your business handled. Don't come back. Sorry for your luck. And then we're yeah. going to sell it. And then we're going to resell the $25,000 Rolex that we paid one for for 18. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So first off, this is an amazing interview. Oh, let me ask you. Can you got any like discount codes or anything like that for our guests? Yes. I Yeah. Social proof. Can yeah. you make it social proof? Sure. I don't know what discount code is going to be, but oh, let me ask you this. You do affiliates? Yeah, we do. Okay, cool. So do me a favor, y'all. There will be a link in the bio if you want to try it out. Use the affiliate, okay? You know what it does? One, it um, it allows you to get what you need. You're going to use the promo code Social Proof, Social Proof, right? Yeah. And and you get to support your favorite podcast because um, you know that's how affiliates work. That's I'm just going to start telling people that up front, like, yo, try the product because you get to support your favorite podcast. Yeah, that's, cool, right? that's how we pay the bills around here. That's how we yeah. pay the bills. <laughs> <and> we <get laughs> the we need to support black-owned businesses. That's too, a fact. Know? That's yeah. a fact. Okay, so real quick, what is Who's perfect? What is Vonza? Who is Vonza perfect for? Vonza is perfect for a coach or a course creator. We like to call it multi-passion entrepreneur. That's who is really passion and um, perfect for. That means the one that do coaching, sell a book, 
sell a product or have multiple things going on, just like I am, is really superbly perfect for. Or an entrepreneur that likes simplicity in their business. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be all over the place. You want to have one dashboard, one login, one password to run your entire business. Could be six or seven figures. Vonza is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. If you like complications or you have a team, you can still use Vonza. I mean, we have several tools you might need. Um, but to use all of the essence of what Vonza does for you, you know, you that like usually usually that solopreneur, coach, cost creator, entrepreneur, and yeah. those who like simplicity in their business. Perfect. I love it. Um, we gotta we gotta do some uh, uh, we gotta pay some bills right now. We gotta do a commercial, okay? But uh, we're gonna close it out. I need you to think of something deep, okay? Mm-hmm. To like close this interview out. Like, gotta be super powerful. Um, but we're gonna do a quick commercial. No right? pressure. <laughs> no pressure. But um, okay. So um, this episode is sponsored as always by the Morning Meetup. TheMorningMeetup.com. There's a problem that you're having. You have no community, and everybody around you is negative. No one around you has been successful. You're having a hard time finding people that are on the same path as you, and um, you're looking for a coach, but you can't afford $1,500, $2,500, $5,000 for a coach. I get it. I understand. Um, if you sh- if you can, <laughs> I would definitely advise doing it. If you have, because that's the best way to make money is to invest, right? Absolutely. But if you don't. Start where you are. Start where you are. I'm on a call every single morning, and I'm coaching hundreds hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning at yeah. themorningmeetup.com. We have a theme for the month, whatever the theme is going to be. Each call throughout the week will support that theme. And actually, we have Donnie Wiggins on there every now and again. Um, and she'll, you know, kind of, we, we go through Q&A, right? Yeah. And um, some people have come to the morning meetup, meet Donnie, say, yo, I ain't know if I wanted to invest in Donnie's program, but I heard you on the morning meetup. You answer my question flawlessly. Now I want to build a deeper relationship with you. And that happens. That happens, right? All the time. Because she's the best coach in the world. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm the second best. So go to themorningmeetup.com, okay? We're actually, we have a book club. We're reading a book every single month. We're consi- we're constantly reading. Did you know that, first of all, how many books have you read cover to cover this year so far? Maybe like 10. 2021? Audio or, or actual books? I'm still books? old school, the actual book. Yeah. Dang, you read a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right, cool. Disregard that answer. How many you read cover to cover, honestly, this year? Four. All right. These are like high-level winners. But most people haven't, okay? I honestly, last year, how many books did you read last year? Maybe 30 minimum. on it. What about you, last year? Cover to cover. Yeah. Yeah, I complete books. Uh, (laughs) I read like a book every six weeks. So maybe about 30-ish. Y'all know how many I... I read cover to cover last One. year. I mean, zero. Mm. Wow. Absolutely none. <laughs> we what? talked about that before, though. I don't I don't finish books. But now Why? that you are finishing books. We've read four, five books. Five books this year alone. Not only me, but the whole community. And mm-hmm. we talk about it every single morning from 8 to 8.15. We talk about the chapter that we read because we're reading a chapter a day. And it's really, really amazing. And then we get into the call from 8.15 to 9, whatever the topic's going to be. So join our book club. Join our most amazing uh, program um, at themorningmeetup.com. Hold on. I got to do yours because I, I don't know my number. While you're doing that, I think it's so amazing. Like, Problem into profit. Yeah. You don't read, you didn't read books. That's a fact. You've literally monetized your own accountability to reading books. That's a fact. 
That's a fact. Didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. It's a genius of me. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Send me a text message, okay? If you got any questions about the morning meetup, just send me a text message. 404-737-4935. Uh, congratulations to all the 541 people that we have in our community group. If that I do text back. I be texting back. You text me, I'm texting. And I sometimes do like audio message. I'll let you know when the podcast is released, stuff like that. But 404 737 49 Three five, just text meetup if you know I me. Mean? You're interested, and 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 just for this episode because you're special. Yeah, I'm giving them a dollar <laughs> trial, just a dollar. You can try it out for a that's dollar, a dollar. For seven days. Okay, that's what you call opportunity, Donnie. Yes, that was a long commercial. Wasn't that it? was a super long commercial, you guys. Thanks for still being here because this episode. I bigged you up in the beginning <laughs> of it, though. This episode is also brought to you by Donnie Wiggins and Post to Paid. Mm. Post to Paid to is pay. a text. Uh, post a- to Paid. Uh, post mm. to Paid. Mm. Okay. Post to Paid is the only text community. I'm I'm confident in saying it's the only text community. I don't think anybody is doing this where I help solve the problem that many entrepreneurs have of figuring out how to sell organically on social through telling captivating stories, That's figuring right. out what to post. Um, what to say in your caption and how to increase your engagement, how to increase your sales. Like I literally text you from this phone right here, three posts a day. So you know exactly what to post on your social media page. And I do that for like $1.23 a day. Mm, $1.23 a day. So all you have to do to uh, enroll in that is text me at 404-737-2767. And... This podcast is also brought to you by I'm my university. Okay. Like by my university, Six Figure <laughs> EDU. You guys, we have one of the dopest communities for coaches and consultants out there. Like I stand on that. I'll go up against any other person's program because we are so dope within that community. I have a bunch of dope students, but it is to fully develop uh, entrepreneurs who want to go into the information space. Coaches, consultants, course creators, all that good stuff. I help to develop you from scratch. And in order to talk to me about whether you're a good fit for that program, just go to www.sixfigureedu.com. All done. All right. So first off, what do you think about our programs? I think it's awesome. I mean, you're uh, your community group, but maybe I need right. to get in on yours too. Maybe I you get should. your text every. Are every they amazing? They're amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. text you me. need to text me. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. I'll try I will. to take my text. <laughs> you, need, you need to text me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we Still both. My community member? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> share your community member. Yeah. We're trying to. I like that. We're trying to 2x the result. 2x. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So do me a favor, man. Let yeah. everybody know how they can find you. How they can connect with you. So I'm on Instagram, Uyi Abraham, or better still, if you just go to vonzai.com. Uyi? <laughs> Abraham? Yeah, Uyi, okay. U-Y-I, first name, last name, Abraham. Or just go to vonzai.com, V-O-N-Z-A.com on the battles page. You're going to see my social media handles there as well. So also too, if you want to, you have the knowledge to share, you want to sell a course, use Vonza for your courses, e-commerce. Like three of our most popular tools are courses, e-commerce and website. So if you want nice. to sell a course or e-commerce or website, come to Bonza and beyond too. I love it. All right, man. Listen, uh, one, we want to say thank you for coming. For sure. This has been really, really cool. Really mm-hmm. inspiring. And I realize how, um, how lazy we are as a nation. Yes. Because we just don't see the opportunity the way somebody who comes from Nigeria 
sees it. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's it's everywhere, right? But we have so many excuses because yeah. it's always been everywhere, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So the everywhere doesn't look like opportunity, but to somebody else, it's like, oh my goodness. So thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me too. Oh, absolutely. So we need you to close this out with something strong, man. Give us a word. Yeah, I think I just want to encourage somebody out there to not stop. Don't give up no matter what comes against you. You know, I failed in many businesses until I made my first $100,000. And also to just look out for opportunities. Look at your pain. Turn your pain into your profit, into your opportunity, you know. And this is a land of opportunities as well. So don't let nothing stop you back. Money never stops anybody. If it did, it would have stopped me. I came to America with only $100 and a suitcase of clothes. Uh, There's no shortage of money out there, just shortage Mm. of ideas and shortage of passion. When you have that passion, you have that dream, you work hard and you have God's favor on your life, you will always do well. So God's going to put everything in your path that you would need to take it to your next level. So one more thing that I really want to encourage more tech entrepreneurs in the African-American culture. We can't just let the white boys run the whole thing with billions and billions of dollars. And we're still talking about uh, seven figures. And guys are talking about I don't know how many figures is in in a billion dollars. Who knows? Ten. Mm -hmm. I I think Donnie knows, right? (laughs) It's it's ten? Ten, Ten, right. I know. Okay. Okay. Guys are talking about 12 12 figures, right? 11 figures, right? So we need to, you know, be more in tech and software and technology and online business. That's the future. So, you know, thank you for having me today. Can't close it out no better than that, man. Um, Donnie, you want to close it out with the whole social proof? Go get you some social proof. Do something, then close. Yeah, so you guys, we want to have you in this hot seat one of these days. This is the spot. Like, literally, entrepreneurs are coming to have conversations with us, delivering impact, putting new ideas out there like Vonza. Many of you have never heard about this before today, but because, ooey, has social proof. Um, he. Yo, hold on. Where's that from? Because I, I don't think it's isn't Trace. Isn't it Trace? Ooey. It's somebody's ad lib. Who does the ad lib? Who was it? Who is it? All right. All right. So You're anyway. You're remember your name. We just put a jingle to it. You guys go out there and do something great. Start right where you are. Start small and build your way up to the elephant. Go get you some social proof. And we are out. There it is. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad because with chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to two hundred dollars with spot me 
and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details.